right, welcome to this week's episode of It's Just a Dream Podcast. As always, I'm Eric, and with me, as always, is Michaels. What's up, Mike? What's up, my man? Not much. Just sweating my ass off. And today, <laughs> or tonight, we have a very special guest. Drum uh, roll. Uh, like <laughs> Introduce him, Michael. It is none other than the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mr. Chad Shepard. Give him a round of applause. Hell yeah. Over 300 pounds of sex appeal, dude. Man. Pure white chocolate. Oh, that's, what they, that's what they call me in high school, actually. White chocolate? Uh, yep. Nice. All right, Chad. Yeah, I'm excited. That's, I'm glad we're glad to have you on. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, like who you is and who you ain't. All right. Uh, well, I work in the entertainment industry. I've been playing in punk bands and traveling in punk bands since 1994. Um, 2013, I did about 130 shows with a band called The Independents, playing on bass. And then I got back and I was broke as fuck and going through a divorce. And I was like, uh, I hated the job I had, so... I ventured out of punk rock and moved to Nashville, started messing with some country and hip hop guys. And uh, next thing I know, a couple of years later, is hanging out like Shaquille O'Neal and uh, fucking just all kind of crazy shit. Um, so oh, I just kept, I work, in the, I work in the entertainment industry. I do a couple of conventions every year. I've got one in Bowling Green, Kentucky, me and my wife do called uh, Vet City Con. That's the home and then of I John do one. Carpenter. Yes. I've, I've hit him up every year about attending one. He actually responded to me uh, about a year and a half ago. Um, but not with a positive, like I could come, you know, it was more like, you know, maybe one day kind of thing. Oh, yeah. uh, so I do conventions. I have like an oddity store. I collect, I'm a collector of serial killer art and uh, human remains. And uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of weird shit. And I like to play punk music loud and fucking drink some beers sounds like a great time sounds like <laughs> our peoples <laughs> oh yeah i've been so, yeah, trying actually, to go uh, to one of your conventions Chad, when, uh, oh shit my bad <laughs> oh no i uh, you do uh conzilla and i've been trying yeah. to get up there like and uh, uh i don't know how long it's been but you had jeff burr up there one one time yeah super cool and dude. Strangely enough, it may sound weird to some of our listeners, but Leatherface at Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3 and Pumpkinhead 2 are like kind of guilty pleasures of mine. So I really wanted to get up there, but life happened. No, I like both of those films. Dude, super down to earth, super cool guy. I got to sit around and talk, and uh, he has some crazy stories. You know, he did a movie with Vincent Price, mm -hmm. um, uh, and uh, he's and met some of, the, some of the greats for sure. Yeah, that's gonna bug me. I, I know that movie, but I can't think of what it's called. Yeah, much sure either. Not Dark House. It's something else. Castle. I don't know. I don't know. I've got something I've got like the poster at, at the shop sign, but I can't I can't tell you what what the name of the movie is. Yeah. I uh, I actually met Chad. Um, what was it at the uh, Courtney Gaines show, like showing of uh, the children of the corn. We sat there and talked a little bit beforehand and I got there really fucking early, oh, yeah. <laughs> really early. And that, and, uh, was, that was, that was, that ba was a badass night. 
for the 20 people that came, you know. Dude, it was awesome. And it, it was like I – was, I was glad it was a little bit smaller because it was more intimate. You know, he was able mm-hmm. to talk a little bit more. It wasn't like people are fumbling over other people to talk. So, And he's a yeah. really down-to-earth guy for someone being <laughs> – <laughs> That sounds sure. like when I met uh, Kane Hodder back in 2006. Because the year before Robert Engel was at, uh, you know, well, you know Wilder Vintage. They had, yeah. uh, they had Robert Engel there one year, and then the next year they had Kane Hodder. When Robert was there – Oh my God! It was a celebrity. You, you had no time to talk to him. They actually had to somewhere. I got video of when they had to like cut the line off and like tell everybody to go away. So when Kane oh, and there, for our listeners that does don't know what Wild Adventures is, um, if you ever seen the movie Zombieland, um, yes. parts of the movie that was was it Pacific Playland? I think it was called. Uh, that's like that, actually. Yeah. It that's where it was actually filmed. There's a few rides there, like uh, Go Bananas or something like that, and so that's pretty cool. Just a little FYI. <laughs> I was actually cool. there one of those nights because my ex-wife worked at Wild Adventures, so I got to <laughs> hang out at my old stomping grounds. Oh yeah. But yeah, when Kane Hodder was there, it's kind of like it was very small, and we got to actually I got to talk to him, and you would think you know he's just one of the guys. With Rob Bingley, was a celebrity. With Kane Hodder, you know, he's Jason, but he was – he sat there and talked to me. Like yeah, it's always cool, man, when people do that. What really sucks is when you're really into somebody and you've looked up that person your whole life and you get to meet them and they're just a total asshole. It's like – Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. <laughs> That's what I'm afraid that John Carpenter would be like. So when you told me, like – how he uh, responded to when you invited him. Yeah, he re- it didn't surprise actually, me. Uh, he actually responded and said that he loved to him and his wife like to years ago would sit and watch the Corvettes drive by in Bowling Green, Kentucky, and he loved the city. Mm-hmm. And uh, just just he had too many things going on. There's no way he was going to be able to attend. But the fact that he responded back to me was awesome. You know, so yeah, uh, I mean that's good. But I just always been afraid that that was that's how he just kind of puts off that vibe. Yeah. As soon as you guys, as soon as uh, Chad said, you know, you meet an idol and they're assholes, dude. Like, when I seen Edward Furlong at Spooky, dude, I was, like, fucking starstruck. Like, I was like, damn, dude, there he is. Like, I, that was the first time. And I met a lot of people, like Christina Ricci and all that. That was the first time where I was like, holy shit. And all I could think was Detroit Rock City. That was, like, my fucking childhood. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. And so I finally walked up to him. Dude, the first thing this fucking cock blower said to me was, Hey man, you gonna go? Uh, you you want to buy anything? I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. Like, <laughs> damn, bro, you don't say, hey, how's it going? It's like, hey, you want to buy anything? Like, damn. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I walked away, right? And I went to um. Uh, this is this is where it gets fucking deep and fucking hilarious. So I went in the uh, vendor room, which is the next room over, and I was talking to this one guy. He was selling like uh, custom made wallets and shit. I was telling, I was like, dude, I just met Edward Furlong, and that guy is such a fucking prick, dude. Like, I was like, the first thing he says is, oh, do, are you going to buy something? Like, I was like, well, not anymore. And I had the money right in my hand. But as soon as he said that, I'm like, ooh, that's what it's like with you, huh? So, as we're talking <laughs> shit about this, my girlfriend taps me on the shoulder, and I turn around, and the motherfucker is standing right behind me and listening to every word I have to say. Damn. Wow. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn, you should have died. Arnold should have fucked you up. Well, he did in the new Terminator movie. You know what? Uh, this, uh, 
After the after what the third one did to me, I gave up on that. I know what trash is the third one. It didn't bother me that much. The new one pissed me off though. Anyway. Anyway, uh Chad, since you're like a collector and stuff like Mr. Eric and myself, uh have you bought anything recently you want to talk about? Oh yeah. Let me you talking about movies or movies, um toys. Penises yeah, in a dude, jar, got, whatever, whatever you got. I've got, I've got some movies. I'll give you four movies that I've got laid out that people should check out if you hadn't already. Hey, we're always open. All right, so this would be one. Wolfcock. Yes, yes. Have you guys it. seen this? Yes. Not yet, it. but I heard about it. It's, uh, it's, it's great. I love it. It's, I haven't it. seen the second one yet, but yeah. I've seen that. Uh, Hobo with a shotgun. Another yes. one. Yes. Oh Just my fucking... God. Gore fest. Gore so, <laughs> so good. So creative. I love that film. You guys seen this one? Yeah. Long time. I watched Campbell Holocaust the other day and I forgot how. Uh, that one's a how good one. How gross it was. How gross it is. <laughs> this is like one of my favorite horror movies. It's an Australian uh, horror mm. movie. It's called The Undead. It's um, been a long time since I saw it's it. It's fucking hilarious. They've got zombie fish in there. Uh, the hero of the movie is like this Mormon dude that is fucking crazy. Check that out for sure. And this film, not too far from where we're at. <gasps> yes. Uh, yes. Robert England. Which technically, that, that if you really want to, if you really want it to be, it could, it's a prequel to Cabin Fever, the original. Huh. Well, that yeah. one is? Yeah, 2001 Maniacs, because um, Eli Roth shows up as his character. From uh, Cabin Fever. I did not know. I did not know that. Yep, that's something I new learned today. But as far as Damn. as far as as far as movies, that's movies I would you know point out. Uh, as far as cool stuff that I've got recently, we just got a poem from serial killer Douglas. No, not Douglas. Which one was it, Chelsea? What? The the poem, the serial killer that Arthur we just Shawcross. Arthur Shawcross. So we just got a poem from him that we won in a bid. Um, and some hair of uh, serial killer Douglas Clark. So we're uh, putting that in the museum. Kind of every every couple weeks we add something cool so that people can come and check it out. Uh, yeah, well, dude, I, I went there. It's awesome. I like you got it. Any, like, you it's like, like Sue's walk in, in mm. the back. <laughs> you got Where any of like the big name serial killers? Yeah, like? yeah I've got uh, Gacy, Dahmer. Um, I've actually got the shoes that uh, Gary Bowles was executed in. A few months ago, along with a copy of the death warrant, a copy. He actually signed them to his next of kin so she could sell them. Um, I've got like a letter from her lawyer uh, talking about the shoes. I've got it in a big glass case. Um, but yeah, Gacy, Dahmer, Ramirez, Trawick, uh, Robert Farrell. I have no Ed, nothing from Ed Gein. That's, that's <laughs> like, that's like the, that's the big money shit. You could have oh, yeah. Ed Gein's, uh, damn water faucet and probably go for thirty thousand dollars yeah probably uh, most of the grizzly stuff which i would I, I don't even know if i'd want to see it mm. most of the grizzly stuff that supposedly they destroyed it so yeah i'm sure they probably, did probably good I mean, I, uh, someone, I, the idea i'd like to see it but i probably don't want to see that. i actually stood within about five feet of the cauldron for making's house that he used to cook people or cook cook and put guts and stuff like that in uh, that was in Vegas. We actually went and saw that in person. That was pretty cool. But um, yeah. Oh fuck. 
<laughs> well, Eric, yeah, it looks like our uh, buys of the week suck ass compared to what this man got. <laughs> well, I got to think about what I bought in the last two or three weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. Sorry for everyone's uh, <laughs> long wait. That's mostly me. All me. Michael had to get a sexual reassignment surgery or whatever. Yeah. Hell yeah. But his name's Michelle. Thank you. Hell yeah. Michelle is my bag. <laughs> that's the cool thing about having the store because so, I have an excuse to buy a bunch of shit because I can always just say, hey, I'm buying it for the store. You know, it's it's really just a place that I just uh, continue to grow our collection. I'm not really interested in selling too much. Just <laughs> now, come look at. I have to thank Chad. Like everyone has to know, I have to thank this man because he let me live a lifelong dream since not really lifelong, about like 2007, 2008. He let me be the handler for Tyler Maine at last year's Conzilla. And I have to say, dude, such an experience, such a nice fucking dude, tall as hell, bought me food and stuff. And I'm like, whoa, dude, like that's fucking awesome. Such a nice dude. And Chad, dreams were made that day, dude. Yeah, no problem. Dude. Yeah, he's super cool, dude. What was really crazy about it, is uh, the week after he left, my kids wanted me to take him to a movie. It was a kid's movie with John Cena, and Tyler was one of the main characters. Yeah. yeah. Um, I actually watched that today. How and was it? I had, it, was, oh, it was great. Uh, if I had known that, dude, I could pr- could have promoted it as such, because that would have been probably a big draw for kids, you know? Because usually Tyler's playing these, like, you know, uh, Michael Myers or, um, uh, you know, Sabretooth. He's kind of these monster, but he was, like, in a kid's movie, you know, so bring a whole different uh, kind of, you know, clientele. Check that out. Yeah, it's pretty good. So, Eric, what'd you get? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. You go first, because I got to kind of think about it, because I bought a lot of stuff. Fine, because I'm so excited <laughs> to talk about it anyway. Because you know, most I gotta get like, to the good stuff first. <laughs> I realize the, best for the last. time we do a buy of the week, dude. Mine's always Ghostbuster related. I, I have a problem. Last year, uh, not last year. It feels like last year. Last time was the autograph from uh, Walt uh, William uh, Atherton mm. played uh, in the Ghostbusters as Walter Peck. But anyway. Uh, I got, so far, Stance and the Venkman Ghostbuster from the Plasma Series figures. Nice. Um, yeah, those I got things. Abby Yates from the 2016 uh, remake, which, if anyone doesn't like it, I don't care. I fucking love it. It's Ghostbusters, and if you're a real Ghostbusters fan, you'll still love it. Oh, yeah. Um, I got the, which this is a Walmart exclusive, and it's only 20 bucks, dude. So if you haven't picked it up, definitely mm. do it. It's uh, the Alien Queen. She's a 12-inch figure, and she's purple. Dude, so oh, cool. yeah. But, so the thing I'm happy about the most, and everyone's going to call me a fucking dork, dude, is I got Stone Cold Steve Austin vest, dude. Oh, I like, like it, vintage dude. WWF shit. You should have wore that shit today. Dude, man, I'm gonna wear it right you now. You should address the issue, address it like Stone Cold, and just came on on camera like that. <laughs> man, can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! <laughs> yeah, what do you brother? <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. I was, oh, man. Well. I was like, Look. are you done? Are you done? Are you done? Yeah, I'm done. I'm oh. done. I'm not cool. <laughs> um, well, I got the Alien Queen too. 
but I gave it to my kids because they wanted it. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, let's see what else. I want to say I got some movies, but I, I don't really recall. Oh, I, I do one of those uh, loot, not loot crate, but one of those, um, they send you like four movies in the mail. Mm-hmm. It's called, uh, I think it's Horror, Blah, Horror Pack. Horror Crate you know, or something like that? Horror Pack. And it's pretty good. It's 25 every month. And they send you like four or five movies. I think it's four. And sometimes you'll get you'll get a pretty crappy pack. I mean, you'll get like one movie out of four that's something good. But sometimes you get some really cool stuff in there. Uh, this time, unfortunately, there wasn't anything good in there. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> but nothing that really jumped out at me. I think it was something, I don't know. It's, it's in the other room. So I don't know what it was off the top of my head. I know one one month I got the movie Pieces from 1982. Really, really one, good. One of the best fucking covers for a DVD in the history of horror movies. I love <laughs> yes. the fucking cover to Pieces. Yeah. Uh, and then one year or one month I got uh, Dead Hooker in the Trunk. That's what it's called. One of the Salsa Sisters. Sounds like a rap song. Well, it's, uh, you know, have you ever heard of the uh, Twisted Twins, the Salsa Sisters? Uh-uh. They did uh, American Mary, See No Evil 2. They just remade uh, Rabbit, I think, the Cronenberg movie. They kind of have, like, a yeah. little cult following. That was, like, I think their first movie. But uh, other than that... I got the video game uh, Man Eater. <laughs> All right. Now, uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to talk about um, a show that Chad is making called Punk Rock Cannibals. Why don't you give us a little information on that one? Yeah, so uh, Punk Rock Cannibals, man. It was uh, I met Travis probably three or four months ago. He randomly came to my store, and uh, then we got to talking about doing something. I started showing them because I've been making content for years. You know, I've got several little funny videos. I got one on Facebook that's got a half a million. I've got one on TikTok that's close to a million. You know, I've been pumping out content for a while. So um, eventually we started, you know, we're kind of bouncing ideas back and forth. And the whole premise of the story is like about this punk band called the uh, Punk Rock Cannibals that pretty much sold their soul to the devil for fame and fortune. But much like any other deal you make with the devil, it's always you always get the short end of the stick. So we run this oddity shop and, uh, you know, it's kind of like a mixture. Like if you took Trailer Park Boys and like kind of 80s slasher films, <laughs> um, it's, it's definitely a lot of humor. We got an episode where we, you know, one of the characters falls in love with this vegan girl. He starts changing the way he dresses and everything. So, you know, of course, we get rid of the vegan girl. Um, we just did That's an episode where I, found, where I found Jesus. And uh, I found that like a flyer on a telephone pole and I saw this guy on the cross. He was crucified. I thought it was brutal. So I start going to church and then I uh, kind of find out it's all about money. We end up killing the preacher in a badass crucifixion on an electric chair scene that uh, I'm pretty stoked about. So we're doing some cool shit and uh, we're writing, we're scoring all the music. So every episode has songs that are tailored towards the episode. Episode two, the vegan girl talks about she thinks the misfits suck. And that's like our only shop rule. So we wrote a song called No One Says the Misfits Suck and put out like a little video for it. 
sitting at about 150,000 views in a week. I just um, watched that. It's uh, all of us dressed up, fat guys dressed up like Misfits characters, and the whole song is "No one says the Misfits suck." <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh, um, but yeah, so we're having a lot of fun, dude. We're we're trying to pump out six episodes. The the goal is to pitch it to like Shutter, Crypt TV, um, you know, all the major platforms, and hopefully turn it into something we can come back and and do legit and have like you know, uh, you know, like a episodic type of thing that goes over seasons so that's the plan we're having a lot of fun i'm getting to act for the first time and uh at the end of the day even if it turns out just to be something me and my friends did i can maybe go to some convention circuits and you know sell some cds and dvds out of the trunk of a car but nice it's yeah. a lot of fun that's where it's at. that sounds that sounds awesome i want to see it yeah, I'll send you guys some little clips and stuff of uh, just kind of, you know, let you check it out. Um, we're definitely, like, pushing the envelope and, you know, trying to raise, like, you know, everything so politically correct now. So we're trying to uh, – kind of like when South Park first came out, they were doing shit. People were like, damn, did he just say that? You know, <laughs> you can't say that. You know, so we're kind of doing that in a comical way. Um, I know the whole vegan episode definitely get a – uh vegans upset the 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 jesus episode is hilarious and but it, it touches down a lot of like kind of sore subjects for you know people in the christian community but um we've taken really bible cool. thumping each tenders yeah. that we and uh <laughs> we uh everything's done on location at my shop you know we've got many sets built from a church to uh one of the characters he, he doesn't like to kill the people he's just like our chef that prepares the, the meals takes great pride in the way he cooks humans and uh, anytime you question his cooking skills he gets all pissed off and uh, he's like from alabama but for some reason talks in a jersey accent uh <laughs> always always smokes a cigarette he's always got a cigarette in his mouth um, we shot a lot of the scenes to make him appear like seven and a half foot tall um which is pretty funny um yeah, dude, it's, it's, it's coming along and turning into something uh, a lot more than what, you know, I was expecting. So, um, can't, I can't wait till it's done. We, we've been filming so much almost every other day to where some days I don't even remember the scenes that we filmed the day prior, you know. <laughs> and then he'll send me like a little B, a B roll or something. I'm like, damn, that, I can't remember doing that. But uh, <laughs> it's, uh, it's hilarious, man. The first episode, we actually kill our bass player. We found a bass player on Craigslist. And uh, he sucked at the show, so we ended up killing him. Um, we, well, we thought we'd kill him. The thing is that we're all lazy, and sometimes the kills don't go as planned. Like, you know, they're botched kills. Uh, like, we, we took the bass player. We beat him, you know, unconscious, took him out back, done a scene in the rain, and then all of us forgot to go back and take care of him. So he actually, the last line of the show is him standing up and screaming to, like, the heavens, like, I'm a professional bass player. <laughs> so the rest the rest of the episodes he's in every episode as he's trying to hunt us down but he's he's always not quite doing it. like he'll come up to the truck to kill us and we accidentally run him over uh we're not even gonna know he's in the episode we're just playing off why we don't know him, but he has always accidentally getting you know hit by a car or some shit right before he comes to the point where he's about to kill us but um we have a goat uh a taxidermy goat that's possessed by a demon and it talks kind of like a a uh, guy from a gay dude from England <laughs> and he talks <laughs> to us and uh, he, you know, uh, is always, you know, I'm kind of, my character is kind of like the one that takes all the shit. Like I'm the big dreamer and always, I don't like to sell any of the stuff at the shop, but I dream real big. And the other guys are always killing my dreams. They're like the dream slayers. 
But, um, dude, I have a blast with my friends, and uh, it's just come along pretty good. So I'm I'm pretty excited about it. Yeah, once uh, you start getting that going, man, uh, maybe we can get you on here to talk more about it, you know, discuss more about the episode that's currently coming up and things like that. Maybe even get Travis, you know, to come on and talk about it too. Oh, yeah, Travis said he would absolutely do it. It's just uh, tonight, the the scheduling. Um, when he heard it was a phone call, he was like, okay, I'll do that. And then when he heard he had to download an app and all that, he's like, dog, I can't. I'm, I'm too gone right now. So, <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he'll absolutely do it. Travis is a cool dude, man like we're two totally different people um he brings something like totally different to the table and i do and it's kind of creating something that's really kind of cool and unique um there's definitely kind of a live action metal ocalypse feel at times you know uh, <laughs> um there's a lot of banter between you know it's like a uh, a bunch of guys with low iqs um trying to figure out the secret to success and we'll stop at nothing you know to, to get it so that sounds awesome oh yeah I'll you you have a couple a, of clips do you have a plan on when you uh maybe like an idea like do you plan the when do you plan to drop it so the plan is is we, we've got about another 25 days to shoot uh three more episodes and then travis has been uh he's he's doing a movie about bigfoot like some some badass bigfoot done in a very aggressive violent manner you know where bigfoot's uh seeking out humans as opposed to humans trying to find bigfoot um but he's going to take that back and go to la and uh edit that's going to be a you know a lot of the time once we get a full edit on everything that we all like we're going to spend about six months and we're going to shop it around to you know netflix everybody anybody that give us an opportunity to talk about it and after six months if nothing happens we're going to probably go to like an amazon prime thing you know we'll, we'll start releasing the episodes maybe monthly that and kind of get see what the reaction is um we're having some guest appearances for people i'm trying to work right now for courtney Gaines to to shoot a scene as one of the guys that's trying out for base uh deep boy's already uh committed to it and is gonna do ah, one i love that um, that guy's so nice yeah i love that dude um so yeah we're gonna try to when we can incorporate some like bigger you know some definitely some b list celebrities and then travis knows everybody too man from you know robert england adam green all those guys so who knows man hopefully uh hopefully this turn out and people respond to it and um want to see more you heard it here I, first I love to do it. yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah it's just a green podcast you heard it here first that's it but uh so yeah man um not also are you, you know, got your hands full with punk rock cannibals. You also got your hands full with Godzilla and, you know, because of the virus, I know it, you know, pushed things a little bit. And, um, so what are some, you know, what, what do you have going on with that, my man? Oh, uh, right now, I mean, we had to push the date. So I'm trying to work out, uh, what I did the first year that I'm not going to do the second year is I really went overboard. I had like, you know, I mean, you saw how many people we had about 12 celebrities there. You know, most of them had to be flown in from different places all over the all over the world. And uh, this year, I'm scaling it back tremendously. I've got, you know, I'm uh, focused on the Nightmare, Elm Street 3 and 4. I've got Ken Sagos, uh, mm -hmm. Blake Kincaid, first African-American to uh, not die in the first in, in a horror movie. He actually made it to two. Um, so that was kind of his claim to fame. Um, he's going to be there. I've got uh, Mick Strawn. Um, you know, he did a lot of the special effects for both of those movies. He's going to be there. Um, we've got Butterbean, 
you know, the, the professional boxer. <laughs> Can't um, wait. I've got uh, uh, the puppeteer from uh, Ghostbusters 1 and 2 will be back. He lives in town. Um, I'm still waiting on Guy Gilchrist. Like, originally Guy was going to be at the first date, but when we rescheduled, it conflicted with another day. He's trying to move some stuff around. Hopefully he'll be there. He was the uh, uh, cartoonist for Jim Henson. He also did a lot of the Ninja Turtle stuff. A lot of, like, real oh, nice. iconic uh so when you see it, he has a certain style that when you see his style, say, so, okay, I've seen that done before. Um, so that, along with, you know, a lot of different filmmakers, I hope that we can do some kind of screening of uh, Punk Rock Cannibals, at least if it's not just an episode, maybe in a private room, kind of 18 and up thing. And um, definitely going to do all the panels from the stage. I'm scaling back, um, but at the same time, there's going to be a lot of the same stuff. And... Uh, yeah, man, just going to keep pushing forward unless, you know, unless, you know, this virus could change it again. You know, right now, um, they said if I had kept the original date, like the capacity was going to be like 150 people, which there's no way to do a show with that. I would, you know, there's no way to make, you know, not even to break even. You'd lose money. So November is supposed to be at full capacity. So, you know, fingers crossed, but, you know, that could change depending on if this thing flares up again and people start going to the hospital. So. Yeah, that's very true. That sucks, but hopefully not, because I'm planning on being there. Yeah, and Chad, you're gonna, uh, you're gonna let me handle uh, Butterbean this year, right? Right? Uh huh. Yeah, yeah dude. I'll let you come down. And I'll let you come down and hang out with Butterbean. Somebody's got to. <laughs> I ain't gonna talk shit. That motherfucker beat my ass. Yeah. <laughs> I see what he did to Knoxville, and, I, and no, I'm cool. Oh yeah, dude. That was that was. There was many more brutal beatings you can check out on YouTube. That dude's a oh yeah, dude. Beast. I like I follow boxing in general, dude. And like, mm. big boy can hurt you. <laughs> no doubt. And he ha and he can hang in there when some. Of, there's a lot of big boys that can hurt you, but it's a lot. There's not a lot of big boys that can hang in there after a round or two. You know, especially big when boy. you know he was fighting dudes on steroids and shit. And all yeah. he's like, I ain't eat, I ain't fight. You know, I don't do steroids, motherfucker. I've been eating. I hurt yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> True that. I feel out of that because I don't even know who Butterbean is. Hey, uh, Michael ain't shut the hell up about it. He's really excited dude, about him being there. It's kind of cool because he he's a very athletic dude, but he's a big he's a bigger kind of you know heavy set guy. Mm. But he's he's a he's a, he was a total badass in his time, and um, definitely he's like one of those times you know you occasionally you see a fat guy that can do stuff you know like, damn like Chris Farley. That motherfucker would run yeah. and do a cartwheel and a front flip, you know? Yeah, yeah. And that's just kind of defying the laws of gravity. Fat people aren't supposed to be able to do shit like that, you know? <laughs> dude, so, not only did he do boxing, dude, he did MMA, too. And, like, yeah. even though they got him on the ground, you know, and they, you know, because, you know, he wasn't – I guess and he didn't really have that training, you know, because he's a boxer for so many years. But they took him down. But, boy, as soon as he gets a hit on you, they let go. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. He's strong. I wouldn't want to get a hold of it again. So him to get a hold of me for sure. That's that's the first guy you pay after the convention, you know. The first guy that you pay before he leaves. That's that's the guy that gets paid right when he shows up. Uh, do you have any more guests, or is that kind of? Because I know you said you're shortening it up this year. Or do you have yeah. like? I know you know you can't give too much details away. Yeah, the ones I mentioned are the main. I've got several, you know, people from Atlanta area and stuff that have hit me up. You know, that have been in uh, Zombie Land. And uh, 
been a bunch of walking dead stuff. You know, there's a lot of those kind of people that, that, you know, probably will be there. But as far as main guests, that's, that's the, that'd be the, my top tier people and other, everybody else would be kind of drive-ins, but. Um, those are awesome though, man. I can't wait. Yeah. That'd be a lot of fun, dude. I'm going to actually, and one thing too, is I, I think we're going to go down to last year we did $25 a head. I think we're going down to 20 this year and try that out. Cause I think that, uh, um, I think it's just a more affordable price for people. And um, well, uh, you might want to change uh, change the event page because right now it's just seventy five. Okay, that's the VIP pass. That's oh, that's, that's like VIP. Some, okay. Yeah, so I don't even have tickets live on there right now. Uh, that'll be in the next couple of weeks. But yeah, so that's the VIP. That's like the you know after party and all, all the other stuff that I'm going to do. But um, early entry, T-shirt, you know, poster. Um, but yeah, that general mission would be 20 bucks and uh, we're going to do kids again, 10, we'll do 10 and under free and, uh, yeah, military discount, all that stuff. I just want people to come out. I like to keep it cheap. I just want to break even because really yeah. I do these things for me to be able to meet these guys and form bonds with them, you know, mm -hmm. and do business with yeah, them, dude. become friends with them. So for me, I'm just a fan that, that it's like a chance for, you know, we've been able and privileged me and my wife to bring some people that we really look up to and work with them and we just want to if we can break even have a good time then dude i'm i'm happy as hell you know yeah man like i said you gave me my dream you gave me michael myers <laughs> oh yeah tyler's awesome man all right so um do you have any uh you know let's get on to this do you have any uh upcoming horror movies that you're looking forward to upcoming horror movies oh that's a good one Man, so, to be honest with you, the some of the better stuff I've seen recently has been fan-made stuff. Like I like uh, I checked out the probably uh, the Thirteenth fan-made movie. It's on YouTube. Never hike you in the woods. It. Never hike alone. Um, yeah, never hike yeah. alone. Yeah, that's what it was. Uh, dude, that was like I I love that people are doing stuff like that. You know. I think um, he made another one, or he's making another one. Yeah, 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 Snow, Snow, yeah Snow. dude. He's, he's making them to how the to the fans want them, you know. Well, right now we're not getting any Friday Thirteenth because Victor Miller and Sean Cunningham are fighting over the right. So mm -hmm. the only and way to get the it. video game up. Yeah, I know. Ain't that some shit? I mean, that, it's going to come down to dollars, and eventually, either those guys are going to hold off and they're going to be like, "Okay, I'm broke. Let's let's put this behind us and make some money," or one of them's going to pay the other one, you know. So. Uh, yeah, it sucks for fans because all of us are waiting. I would love to see. I would love to see another Friday the Thirteenth uh, on the big screen. Oh, this year and, is the fortieth anniversary, and that's the ideal time. For they're sure, ride, they're going to ride on the coats of Halloween. And yeah, make a new one, but yeah, no doubt. And they know it's going to make money. You got a franchise like Friday the Thirteenth, even if the movie sucks, dude, it's going to make millions of dollars no matter what. Yeah. Well, see, that's the thing is. Friday 13th, nothing against it. I love it. But it's not that hard to make one. You get a guy in a hockey mask, Jason. Get some stupid teenagers, one or two of them you like, put them in the woods, kill them. And people will go see it. That's what they did through most of the, the 80s with the Friday 13th movies. You describe like almost every horror movie. Well, <laughs> some teenage yeah, kids, guy in the woods, that kills people. It's not that complicated is what I'm saying. It's yeah. Friday 13th. I mean, Halloween, you got to have something of a story, usually. Yeah. And Nightmare on Elm Street, you got to, well, you got to have Robert England. Yeah. 
uh, it's not that hard to make a Friday Thirteenth. Just make it. People yeah. will go see it, whether it's good I, or bad. I would love to see somebody take it and make it even more dark and demented than what it is. You know, someone put kind of a new twist on it, um, but not not too extreme, but just kind of visually and uh, the way the characters portrayed. You know, um, but yeah, I would love I'd love some more. Hopefully that happens, man. Hopefully that shit happens. Me and uh, me and Eric came to the conclusion that in Friday the Thirteenth the remake that Jason sells weed. <laughs> hey, you never know, dude. Because think about it, man. Okay, so the beginning of the movie, really, the dude gets you know killed for going to fuck with some weed plants that somebody's growing that shit and not dying. So. <laughs> That's I mean, all I'm gonna say. He's got to fund his. Uh, I mean, you know, Jason has to live. Anyone somewhere. that gets close dies. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. That he's got to pay rent somewhere. The guy he gets the hockey mask from. You find out that he was. He found the weed. He's like, "Hey, you want some weed?" He's like, "No." So, uh, like, as soon as a uh, supernatural guy leaves, he so uh, Jason shit. shows up and kills him for smoking his weed. <laughs> and then. Like, okay, and if the generators were working, they would have only worked for a certain amount of years. So there's definitely electric at Camp Crystal Lake. So he's paying electric bills. Yeah, dude. Yeah, he's got to <laughs> he's got to make that money, man, or he ain't gonna be able to afford his lifestyle. He does a lot of walking in the woods, and I, I know those boots he wears about a hundred dollars a pop. You know, the soles got to wear out every couple months. He gets them Doc Martins. Yeah, you never know. He might. Well, that's actually all the questions I have for you tonight. Um, oh, you got yeah. any more questions? <laughs> no, so there's no uh, actual non-fan movies coming out that you're looking forward to. Man, I was I was trying. That's what I was trying to think of. Man, I, I'm, dude. I've as I get older, man, I kind of get stuck into ruts. Like when it comes <laughs> to music, I've, I've been on a kick where I'm only listening to like. 90s era skate punk you know for the last couple months and as far as film i've been really going back and re-watching things so i haven't been um the last cool little horror movie that i saw that i was really thought was unique and pretty cool i like the terrorizer um that was out by the clown i thought that was pretty pretty cool and creepy yeah. i met that guy <laughs> yeah that that dude plays a creepy ass clown, you know. I don't normally. He like was in the costume, like dude, when he was doing it, and he was like creeping up behind people uh -huh. without him noticing, and would honk the horn so they turn around. He's really fucking sure. cool to meet. I love to meet that guy. And uh, as far as new stuff, man, I'm trying to rack my brain to think, well, what what's coming out, you know? Well, really, I can't think of anything that isn't part of a already established franchise, like Candyman and Halloween. <laughs> That's what I'm looking forward to. I was like, oh, that's, it. that's it. There's that one movie that uh, is number one at the box office. I can't think of what it is. I keep meaning to watch it. Uh, what y'all think of Three from Hell? Oh, God. It was revoltingly bad. What the hell did he make? Why is there a luchador mafia after them? What the fuck happened? I don't that? know. Dude. I felt like they tried to get, they, they were trying so hard to be edgy that it came off as really fake to me i don't yeah. know it was too it's much like, it's because it's because devil's rejects is the only movie that everybody pretty much agrees on that they love dude that's a badass fucking movie man oh it is i love it 
But, like House uh, of a Thousand Corpses was a good introduction to, hey, Rob Zombie's a filmmaker. Mm. And it was really cool for that. You know, I really like, I love House of a Thousand Corpses. But Devil's Rejects is a movie that is going to be a le legendary film. People are going to watch that 100, 200 years from now, you know, as yeah. where they might not watch A House of a Thousand Corpses. But Devil's Rejects is a heavy hitter, in my opinion. So oh, like, yeah. Uh, any of the other ones. That was a great one, in my opinion. But, you know, like, Devil's Rejects is the one that everyone likes, so he went back to the money pit, basically, or the money pit. And fucked whatever. it up. <laughs> it was sad, though. Just because all the ads, when he first started doing it, had Sid Haig on it. And we all knew that Sid Haig wasn't doing good. So when we watched the movie, he's in it for one scene, and then he dies. And then I'm glad I got to dies. meet him, like, yeah. a couple months before he died. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> I never got to, man. I hated my wife's met him. Um, I, I have his autograph. I'm literally looking at it right now, dude. And you know what? He's such a cool guy. His autographs were only 10 bucks. And if you want to take a picture with him, it was absolutely free. I heard that. Hell yeah. Yeah, you can't beat that. Dude, I just noticed, uh, Michael, your room, uh, the wood panel walls that you have. Mine were exactly like that. So I painted them. They're the exact same fucking ones. Dude, even my ceiling's like that. I know. I painted the shit, dude. <laughs> like when I first moved in here. But that's off topic. But, but yeah. Um, uh, have you ever been to Spooky Empire before? I have not. I would like to. I've, I've been to um, a lot of events. All the way to Toronto. I went to Fan Expo. Went to the festival. Rue Morgue Festival of Fear. I got to Man. stay at the, the Rue Morgue building. With the band I was playing in, we played their official after party and um, got to meet a lot. I got I met the actor Wolf Cop in costume. He introduced us that night. A um, lot of cool fucking people, dude. Uh, a lot of the uh, trauma people were there. I got to meet um, Robert England was there. I didn't get to meet him, but he was about 30 feet away. Uh, so was Bruce Campbell. But yeah, I've traveled to a lot of them, but no, I haven't been to Spooky Empire. It's it's fun, but uh, my only gripe is, man, is just like the I only went there one time where I had a bad experience, and it was for the simple fact they were charging you fifteen dollars a day to park in like a middle of a field that was like grass and sand and shit, and I'm like, dude, and it wasn't like little bit of grass; it was like thick grass, and I'm like, I'll just park across the street until my car broke down. <laughs> and I did. Damn. Coming out dressed as Michael Myers, walking out. Hey, my car broke down. No, damn well, there's a horror convention across the street. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm not going to be able to get this car until about 10 o'clock tonight. It's broke down. And every day this week. <laughs> no, I told them I was going to leave it there for three days. And they're like, okay. So I did. Like, it's like you just keep parking my car there and going. Hell yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah, man, I like to. One thing I want to do here pretty soon is um, uh, me and my wife got married at uh, Camp Hard Labor Lake where they filmed Friday the 13th 6. Mm -hmm. um, all the cool kill scenes, all the all the stuff still original there. Um, I, I want to do it. There's cabins that sleep 80 people. I want to do a weekend event there where we screen Friday the 13th 6 on Saturday night on the green, have a couple of the actors from the film. And then just have like a fucking whole weekend of like some horror punk bands, 
Um, Save me a ticket. I'll buy one. <laughs> that's, that's one of the things I want to work on. I mean, that'd be an experience thing that, uh, you yeah. know, I still got to figure out how, how I make it work financially. But, um, Dude, you know, to be well, cool, actually, though, I don't know what, what company does it. There is a company mm. that actually does that. Mm. They it's do it in the like, one in New Jersey where I'm from, but like it's really expensive and it's like three, four hundred dollars a day, and it's yeah, not as it's cool. Like, like it's not, you don't get to do much. Like you, yeah. like what he said to do would be cool. All you get to do yeah, is we show awesome. a screening at night, and that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah this the one that this... they do there is I think they sh you stay there, mm -hmm. something you know, some kind of party or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but none of the actors. So what would be Watch the point? The like, it'd be cool to be there, but it'd be like paying three, four hundred dollars a day and no actors. I don't know about that. Yeah. I like would like to get the price. I'd like to get the price point to about one hundred and fifty bucks a person, and that would cover like the whole weekend stay. You know. Um. I just you know, it'd be out. cool though if, like, at night when everyone's sleeping, the guy that played Jason dresses up like Jason, and just like it fucking knocks wrongs. on your door and shit. Yeah. Maybe have three or four people just walking all weekend, you know. Like walk um, random, just see him in the woods and shit. Yeah, no, that'd be be fucking that's super cool idea. I like, I love it. I'm gonna tell He's everybody I came up with it and like look at you like you do with that little girl in the movie. He's stealing my shit, Eric. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate you guys having me on, man. It was fun. Um, yeah, for I'll sure, man. To, Thanks for coming yeah, on. Yeah, no problem. Um, yeah. I'll try to get up with Travis. I'll send you guys uh, um, I'll, I'll send you a little clip of uh, the Jesus episode. It's just like a real rough clip done. Um, no edit or anything um, for me finding the Jesus flyer and then telling the guys about Jesus kind of give you a kind of give you a feel for the comedy stuff. That's kind of what we're going for. But uh, yeah, man, y'all keep it easy. Take it easy. You too, my man. And that yeah, has been another night of It's Just a Dream podcast. Again, I am Michael with Always Is. Eric. And you guys have a great night. Later.